2013, you've tuned in to DJ Radio. And, like openly weeping, we are your hosts, John Moe and Hilden. I cry actual tears. Actual tears. Actual tears. I can't help myself. I'm not afraid to show emotion. I'm not afraid to cry. Uh, Especially I'm, if it gets me laid, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not like one of those burly kind of, yeah. you know, hide my. Hide You're not my a emotions. NASCAR man. Yeah, yeah, but but man, there's been a lot of crying going on lately, and not I just guess. crying, but talking about crying. Yeah. I like, don't, like like in a way that makes you look all hipster and cool. I guess. Well, hipster. Guys, I don't yes, know you, I didn't even know it. I, I cool. Cried. I don't know. I cried. I mean, like I said before, it's like last month it was talking about misogyny, and now it's talking about how you're crying. Right. It's kind of... It's a trend. It's a trend. It is. It's everywhere, though. Like, I... Yeah. It's one of these things that makes me stop and say, what? Yeah, why are we all crying? I I don't understand what's going on Not that there's anything wrong with it. I got a story, though. When I was uh, was in high school, there was this chick named Annie, and I really wanted to kind of, you know, get with her. Put it in her fanny. There was a chick in my high school class named Annie. She turned out to be a raging homophobe. Oh, really? No. like, right-wing bigot. Oh, that's too bad. Which is awesome. Yeah. No, no, Annie was pretty cool. I mean, she was fu- really fun, and, um, you know, there's a bunch of other dudes that really liked her, too, and so we would all kind of hang out in one big sort of posse together, yeah. right? And we were all trying to impress her and shit. And so you were doing cartwheels? Cartwheels and, you know, <laughs> you know. Uh, Check out this roundoff. Tootsie, goodbye, you know, and all that stuff. Ah, we'll have a fair round out here. So we went to the movie Philadelphia. Remember that Tom Hanks movie, Philadelphia, the AIDS movie? Yeah, we didn't know. I mean, we were in high school. It was like the trendy thing. Rent without the soundtrack. Right, exactly. And so, you know, it was this fucking sad movie. And they got that. They got Rent without the soundtrack. Well, they're both about AIDS. Yeah. And, the, you know, it has that really sad Neil Young song at the end of it. You know, it's all weepy and shit. I've and never, Neil, really? I've never, I've never seen the movie. Philadelphia. Springsteen, isn't it? No, well, no, he did another oh. one. He did, the int- he did the first song in the movie, oh, but Neil I, Young yeah. did, like, Born the to last run. one. <laughs> Born to Run with AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but. Hilda, that is just. That's just without, not right. That was too far. <laughs> but. From you, asshole. Um, but, but you know, then at the end of the movie, of course, all the all the girls that were with us were like, "Did you did you cry?" Because you know, it was really sad. You cry, and of course, I'm like, "Oh yeah, oh yeah, totally." Oh yeah, I cried. <laughs> cried my balls off. <laughs> I cried my balls off because I'm sensitive now. Fuck me. <laughs> yeah. Um. I, I, I'm wanting to take a quick uh, sidetrack here. Um. Speaking of AIDS, <laughs> did you guys see this, this fuck from so Minnesota now. today? Which, well, no. Which what one? this dude? Because you know they're thinking of. Doing you know marriage equality, yeah, right, yeah, more power to him. Let's do this. Yeah, yeah, it's about fucking time. uh, Did you see this guy who uh, was testifying against marriage equality in fucking Congress, like a congressman? This is something. No, no, he was just a concerned dad. Oh, but but is this like is this on the record already? Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna so he's public record. Can you boot on the uh, floor? Pull me up here. Okay, so this is uh, Michael Frey, a self-proclaimed concerned Minnesotan father and husband. Uh, he speaks on his viewpoint against the measure that would give marriage equality uh, to the state, uh-huh. uh, which is uh, House Bill 1054. All right. Uh, here, also known as gay. The gay bill. <laughs> here, uh, I, I, I'm pretty sure this is, this is the one. Okay. Committee page, please pass out. Oh, it's in the packet. Thank you. Okay, he's sitting down. Are you ready to testify? 
My name is Mike Fry, and uh, I speak as a concerned Minnesotan and father and, and a husband. And uh, the thing about same-sex marriage is that people who marry do have sex. And when same-sex uh, people are married, they do have sex, there's something called sodomy. Sodomy, defined in Minnesota, is sex by or with the mouth or, the, or through the anus. When there's ejaculation into a, into a vagina, there's a barrier there, as in your packet it states there, of the cellular tissue that doesn't allow the sperm that has an enzyme at the head of it to penetrate the blood flow. It is designed to go to the egg. That enzyme is designed to burn the outside membrane of the egg cell, go inside the egg, and then deposit the DNA. We call that conception. Like chemical warfare. When the ejaculation occurs inside of a colon, it's highly absorbent material. The cells do not have a barrier for the sperm and those enzymes to enter into the blood flow. When the enzymes enter into the blood flow and a continued prolonged um, um, environment of that happens, these enzymes in the blood flow, it causes what we know as AIDS, uh, acquired immune deficiency. Syndrome. That causes AIDS? <laughs> AIDS, of course, brings on common uh, what? diseases, colds, and, and things. Oh, and is that it? Sore, it's immune deficiency, oh you asshole. I've had AIDS all winter. AIDS, but it also the person that has a destroyed immune system. And the monkeys. Let's talk about the monkeys. The monkeys gave us AIDS. There's no. an example in Los Angeles County in California oh. where among the uh, the gay community, <laughs> a, uh, a rash, almost like uh, boils, uh, and a very raw skin broke out on the uh, hands, feet, butt, mouth uh, of what? these uh, uh, gay communities, and they couldn't find a cure for it for, for, for a long time. These doctors called the Center for Disease Control, and they couldn't find this cure for it. The cure they found, a very extraneous antibiotic, was Zyvox. Extraneous. It cost $2,400 for one course of use. I urge you to vote against the changes inside this bill because it's going to put a health risk to the society at large, and it's going to put a financial burden on the people of Minnesota oh, to be able to support all just, the diseases that will come out of this. I just Thank have to so say much. that uh, I'm surprised that the answer wasn't prayer. <laughs> because, <laughs> quite frankly, that is a lot cheaper, and why didn't Jesus answer this man's prayer <laughs> instead of sending a $2,400 For those at home, um, AIDS is created when... You can, you can create AIDS at home if yes. you want. Yeah. What you do is you poop in a jar... And yep. then you come in a jar, yep. you mix it all up, <laughs> yep. and you got a jar full of AIDS. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's that, amazing. And, and you better leave it covered or you're going to get a cold. That guy testified in front of Congress. That's amazing. Did anybody walk in and slap him in the <laughs> face with their dick? AIDS. <laughs> Min Minnesota State Congress had to Hilden. listen to that fucking clown. This is not funny, Hilden. Do you understand, like... How much, how much tissue he's gonna go through because of his nose? He'll have oh, yeah. a, to blow his nose, and he'll get a raw, a yeah. raw rash like on the outside of his of his yeah. nose because of all these. Get a jar of AIDS, 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 yeah. and and the cough drops, and yeah. all those cough Holy drops have shit. sugar in them and get canker sores in yeah. your mouth. From, I mean, there's gotta be at this least is what three happens doctors sitting there going, God from damn AIDS. it. I mean, don't they have... But why doesn't somebody into their mic say, God, <laughs> God damn, damn it, <laughs> would you shut up? No, shut the, you're shut, done. shut the fuck up. Please. Shut up. He's shut done. the fuck up. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but, but shut up. Shut, shut up. That's how you make AIDS. <laughs> and that, my friends, is an example of... Why you're oh, wrong. No, uh, an why you are wrong. Well, it's also an example of Michelle Bachman's Minnesota. Oh, yeah. 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 That congressional district's full of those guys <laughs> who are sitting around there, don't poop and come in a jar. Everybody always wants You'll to know how, how they always ask me, how does Michelle Bachman get reelected yeah, in your that state? Guy. That guy right there. Yeah. That's how.
And holy shit! I'm always coming back to. Oh, I'm, that makes me hurt. I laugh. I'm on fucking Marcus's team here, which is <laughs> AIDS. No, no, not AIDS, man. I am. I'm. I'm. I'm pulling for that guy. He, Marcus Bachman, has you the right to, to marry the man he, <laughs> he loves. loves. That's right. <laughs> he can finally ditch that bitch yeah. once and for all with the ditch, crazy eyes. Yeah, ditch the bitch, man. So, uh, welcome. What the fuck? Welcome to DG Radio. Then? Welcome to DG Radio, <laughs> where everyone has AIDS because we've got poop and cum in a jar. Gross. Uh, um, I, I once came into my underwear and I had a bacon stripe on the back. AIDS, fucking dude. AIDS, AIDS fucking AIDS. You're lucky you didn't get AIDS. I know. <laughs> Same, man. Or I a know. cold. Holy and, shit. And I washed those underwear with like my whole family's underwear. Oh, man. The rash is going to be on the butt. Yeah, that's crazy. Anyway, how much prayer did, did $100 for a course? I don't know. Holy shit. That was good stuff, man. Yeah, yeah. All right. Anyway, listen to DG Radio. Number of ways you can contact us on this show. One is by going to uh, robotpanic.com yeah, the and find for the, disease control. <laughs> the blog post for this show. And leave a comment in the comment section. You can follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash dgradio, or you can give us a call, 612-424-3835. That's our drunk dial line. If you call that, we're going to play it on Hold the show. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. The basis of his argument, <laughs> let, let's just boil this down, Yeah, is that people who get married have sex. Yes. So are you telling me gay people don't have sex unless they get married? That preventing them from yes. getting married yes. is, going to stop, sex. is going to stop AIDS. Let, let's say like this yeah. fantasy scenario was real. Well, he's not even talking about necessarily gay people having. It's just sodomy is the problem <laughs> because sodomy is sex in the mouth or in the anus. That's so, right. And if with sex, the sex in the anus, you get the AIDS. There's so many you, things wrong. He's with just pissing his wife won't let him. Yeah, jizz on pooper, man. Jizz in her eye. No, <laughs> no. The problem is, the problem is, she's got a strap on, doesn't come in his ass. He doesn't have a strap on, and he can't help but come in her ass and give her AIDS. And he's like, "Damn it, I don't." Everywhere I go, there's AIDS. Yeah, and he's still like in the late '70s, early '80s notion of only gay people can get AIDS. Yeah. Well, clearly, because vaginal sex, you can't get AIDS. That's no, that's his whole argument right there. I know. Holy fuck, dude! dude I watched an, an after-school special when I was nine that yeah. told me the fucking. Oh my god! No, it's amazing. He's right. That's awesome. He's right, man. Oh my god, that was good stuff. Ryan right White, bitches! I watched that special. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan, oh, that's right, Ryan White. Yeah, fuck, right. I forgot about that kid. The gays. <laughs> oh, okay, sorry. You were talking wow. about the fucking. That's a blast from the fucking past, <laughs> Ryan right. White. <laughs> I know my AIDS history. That's right. That's right. Go toward the white. Um, anyway, uh, you were talking about... Uh, the, it's uh, drunk down time. Yeah, okay. So uh, here, here's the first. Hey, guys. It's Wink. Uh, how are you guys doing? Uh, you feeling okay? I just caught that flu. All right. I just got done with that flu. I had it for about five days. And now it looks like my mother's caught it. Um, you know, uh, it's pretty bad. Um, if you guys catch it, uh, stay away from your kids, okay? Because um, it's pretty contagious and it's, it's a lot more dangerous for the uh, for younger kids if they get it, okay? So um, I figured I'd just give you guys a heads up. It's, uh, it's pretty bad. Uh, vomiting, fever, you know, all that you know, obnoxious stuff. So uh, take care of yourselves, all right? Bye. Uh, we, got uh, right, we got another call uh, from what? the disease center for disease, <laughs> disease control. Well, I was assuming. Are you sure you, that's not AIDS? <laughs> <laughs> Did you come in a jar with poop in it? Yeah. <laughs> come it on. We know come that one on. of the, by, the byproducts of AIDS is colds and 
most likely the flu. Come on. Did you have a canker? <laughs> did you have a canker sore? Yeah. <laughs> Holy Christ! God damn did it! You sit on a foreign toilet. <laughs> <laughs> if so, send it back where it came from. Exactly. Build yeah. a fence. <laughs> yeah. Last thing we need is some damn you know, toilet, toilet. Spit up on your butthole. <laughs> Give you AIDS. Some damn French toilets. <laughs> how many times you can say AIDS in one episode? Well, I think uh, we're about think to find out. I think we've just broke the record. When I was growing up, my dad hired 50 or 60 wetbacks. <laughs> oh, oh, what? Is that wrong? Right. Is that wrong? Is that wrong? Oh. What? Are we still in <laughs> Alaska or not? I'm taking it back. I'm <laughs> taking a wetback. Oh, God. God damn it. Anyway. Uh, not that, no. Oh, I, I, what's that guy's name? I don't even know. I don't know. Jackass Senator Futnuck. That was a senator? Yeah, that was a senator. Of course it was a senator. Dude, yeah, yeah. the the state senator from Alaska actually said wetback. Yes, 50 (laughs) or we had we hired 50 or 60 wetbacks. And then the next day he's like, well, I didn't realize that was a a bad word to use. That's just the word. That's just the word we used when I was was a kid. Oh, my God. You're 70. Uh, I, I Google. Yes. Said it straight well, up. not just yeah, yeah. fifty like, or what? sixty of them. That's what they're called, isn't it? <laughs> I googled uh, Senator Wetback. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> and there's your answer. Um, that, Please tell me there's an audio clip of this. Come on. Oh, hold on, hold on. I might be able to find it. <laughs> but uh, uh, oh, I'm sorry. He's a representative, Don Young. My uh, my bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but he's like twenty time rep. He's been elected almost oh twenty God. terms, hasn't he? Uh, I've like no an idea. ass Are forever. You kidding me, man? Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. What? <laughs> I mean, really? This is like something that you write in a show, but you yeah. don't actually have in real life. We didn't hire fifty or sixty employees. <laughs> we hired fifty or sixty wetbacks. <laughs> My dad's a small business and owner. And like, can you imagine everyone else in the Senate that going? <gasps> Just a collective, like, oh, shit. Oh, yeah, because, you know, they all went, oh, half of them went, oh, my God, and the other half said, oh, did they have AIDS? I want to just be around the people who are like, oh, my God. I want to just hang with them after that. I'd like Can to- you imagine just the outrage in the, yes. in the Democratic chamber? Are you fucking kidding me? I'd like to remind you that United States representatives are paid roughly $170,000 uh. per year to talk about his 50 or 60 wetbacks <laughs> that his dad hired on his ranch. 170000 a year. And free health care. And free health care. <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, we we got another voicemail. Yo, you didn't find it? I didn't find the video. I'll, I'll try bad. to look during the voicemail here. It's a lot of wetbacks. <laughs> <laughs> here we go. Hello, boys. It's John O'Hay, your little friend from England here. I hope you're all well. I've heard you for a little while. I just wanted to ring you up and tell you a quick my favorite DG radio story. Basically, two years ago, I was working in a job as a debt collector. Job, trust me, boys. And uh, there came a point where I had to walk into work, a 45 minute walk every day into work. And I was looking for things to listen to and got into podcasts. And uh, I found your show online, so I listened to it and I loved it. And it was great. And I was, despite that shit job, bad time lot, I'll never forget listening to those DD radios throughout that April. May time thinking, this is great, fantastic. 
Well, I've got into it in the podcast in general. I still always love yours. But it got me around to thinking twenty thirty. I just wondered what your plans were for this year, for the whole media thing. Are you doing the, the name? I'm not intelligent enough to think of a witty name. I'm afraid. Uh, I'm a bit lazy as well, really. <laughs> but, um, yeah, just the podcast. Uh, I missed the witty one. But then I know you're busy, guys. I mean, you have made a fucking movie. I can't wait to see. And um, you're probably in post, post and stuff, believe you call it. Um, but yeah, just uh, I just think you guys are great. Don't know if you're thinking about packing it in. I hope you're not. I'm sure you're not. But what's the guys anyway? Um, anyway, I'm feeling quite emotional tonight. I've had a drink. I've moved on from working in Liverpool, where I was, from all the there. Liverpool's a nice place. This is where Beatles from. Very proud of that. A football team. But yeah, you call it soccer, don't you? I know you don't. You're a big sports guy. It's a ghastly fucking word. But anyway, man, I'm going off on one. But I hope you're all well. Take care. And um, ciao for you today. Bye bye. Saying on. See you later. Bye. All right. <clears throat> uh, I suppose it's time for a movie update, huh? Nice. Yeah, yeah, nice. yeah. Let's do that. Uh, I think that was a beautifully, beautifully crafted a drunk dial there. John yeah. Hay. It's, I think it was just because the accent really, it's is, true. really is. It's true. And John I Hay. do apologize for an entire nation of assholes. He asked if we were going to pack it in. It's football. Let's let's be honest. The only fucking ball like you disease. kick with your foot. Or like yeah. AIDS. Like AIDS. <laughs> we're just going to keep hanging around. No, we're not packing. We're just going to keep mixing no. up that, that no, poo, no. poo sperm. we got too many good ideas to keep foisting out there. Well, yeah, foisting. ideas. Ideas. Mm. We think they're good. Ideas. Whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, no, a movie update. We are, yes, we are in post. Post. And uh, we are in the, uh, the, uh, uh, the, the, the uh, overdubbing stage, the additional dialogue recording. So uh, for those who don't know about the process of putting a movie together, not, I don't know why you would, but... There are plenty of scenes where there was, like, shit in the background. Some we guy going, know. faggots, as they drove by <laughs> yep. as we were filming a movie in Maryland. It's Maryland. As funny as it would be, you just can't have that distracting <laughs> word in there. Fags. No. Fags. <laughs> the fuck? But this really and, nice man uh, stopped by and told us about it. You know, I got a farm out the side of town here, and we got, like, 50 or 60 wetbacks <laughs> working for I got us. the audio. Yeah. You got the wetback audio? Yeah, I got it. Yeah, you ready? Well, why don't we just... Of course we have to. You would never say that. All right, here it comes. Um, I used to, my, my father had a ranch. We used to hire 50 to 60 wetbacks and uh, oh pick tomatoes. You know, it takes two tomatoes. It's the same tomatoes now. Tomatoes. Uh, it's all done by machine. Also. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, you know. It's wetbacks. <laughs> oh, they're for fuck's sake. They're practically <laughs> slaves. And let's be honest. Those aren't people. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. I heard they so were th- awesome. three fifths of a per- <laughs> three, whatever. Th- three fifths a man. <laughs> three fifths a man and a mule. <laughs> anyway, so back to the movie. Forty acres and a mule. Forty okay. acres and a mule. That's what I'm thinking of. Okay. <laughs> that was the settlement. Hill. Right, <laughs> Fifty <laughs> wetbacks and a mule. In, in, the, in the divorce. <laughs> Jesus. Holy shit! This country is so fucked up. <laughs> no, no, we've made great pride. Great strides. Great strides.
So anyway, um, yeah, there, there, there are moments that uh, you can't hear the dialogue, or the dialogue needs to be, you know, more prominently done. So we're having actors come back and and uh, loop their audio, uh, re redo some of their vocal tracks. We so got that's most of that stage. done though now, don't we? I think just Yeski and and and, yeah, us, and right? us, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I think we're just about done with that. And then it's time for sound effects and soundtracking. Mm-hmm. And Sandbomb's scheduled to come help with that in a month May. and a half or that's so. That's right. Yeah. We got some special effects we still got to do, um, and then uh, just some final sort of editing tweaks. A few a few shots I'd like to add in if it's possible. I'd like to add in a few more zombies. Mm-hmm. Some sodomy. Some sodomy. <laughs> some wetbacks. Some wetbacks. <laughs> damn it, some AIDS. <laughs> and some AIDS. Yeah. And they wonder why they lost an election. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's amazing. This is all part of their outreach program. Right. Clearly. Exactly. So the movie's <laughs> well on its way. Thanks for being patient, everybody. Uh, all right. Are you ready for the fucking mailbag? No, really. I mean, let's I, do it. Nothing but respect for them. Nothing but respect. Nothing but respect. <laughs> all right. Uh, we got some background music for No. This? No. All right. Awesome. Uh, dear fuckheads. <laughs> yeah. This is, this is from Klaus, isn't it? No. Uh, from Lincoln. I found a brewery line in the heart of the shitlands the other day. <laughs> the heart of the shitlands. Fucking love. Hey, fuckheads. Found this brewery in the heart of the shitlands the other day. Patrol in Iowa City, Iowa the other day led me to a family friend's house. Word around the campfire was that he was a kingly brewer. So I figured I'd try some of shit. <laughs> shit. Give me a rather unique concoction called Honey Hemp Ale. It is, as you'd imagine, a mixture of the three. Honey, hemp, ale. <laughs> anyway, after consuming this wonderful beverage, I was compelled to tell you the masters of beer reviews about this cannot legally obtain any or ship it across state lines, but I can tell you the address of the joint. 525 South Silver, Gilbert Street, Iowa City, Iowa. Enjoy. Please drink responsibly. Your buddy, Lincoln. That's the best character you've ever done. We're writing that into the show. You got to wear a wig and a, you got a mullet. You're gonna play this person. I don't know who that is, but I think his name should be like Steve. I like Lincoln. Or like Lincoln's good. <laughs> I think it's right, uh, yeah. Okay. The topic, up, fucks. Well, the topic of weed, fuckheads, fuckheads. Fuck <laughs> topic of weed and beer has come up. Yeah, routinely. Uh-huh. And. What, what's amazing to me, the science doesn't allow you to put weed in beer. It's just not, it doesn't work. I mean, you can think it works. <laughs> That's fine. But, no. That particular grain just don't hunt. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, interesting mixed metaphor there. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a hunter-gatherer mixed together, man. Yeah, it's... Uh, well, <laughs> okay. It ain't possible. So, on. I mean, whatever. Uh, hey, uh, he's referring to uh, the last uh, podcast we put up. He says, uh, well, I guess uh, by the time this one goes up, it'll be two ago. But anyway, two ago. Hey, while well, you guys did have a violent allergic reaction to the name of the Besties podcast. Oh, fuck that. I love that name. I think you'd really like another podcast two of the guys on it work on it. Two of them are also on My Brother, My Brother, and Me. Oh, yeah. That's the... That's the... Um, that's a pretty loud lip smack, Kelly. Um, oh, no, they're like... Uh, they're gaming journalist guys. It's not the McElroy brothers, is it? No, it's uh, the no, fucking... Yeah. 
Some people do something. Someone's got to do some research on this goddamn show. (laughs) And the sarcastic humor there feels right up your alley. Yeah, I've I've listened to actually one episode of that. I thought it was pretty good. People really recommend that show. I'm just going to say. And then uh, I'm pretty sure this is part of his email signature, but I'm going to read it anyway. I'm going to do things that I want to do. I ain't got a thing to prove to you. I'll eat my candy with the pork and beans. Excuse my manners if I make a scene. I ain't gonna wear the clothes that you like. I'm finally dandy with me inside. Doesn't rhyme, Weezer. <laughs> One look in the mirror and I'm tickled pink. I don't give a hoot about what you think. That's from Weezer's Pork and Beans. And I'd like to sing you something now. Yes, yeah, the McElroy Brothers. End of the road. Well. <laughs> yeah, Justin McElroy, Travis McElroy, and Griffin McElroy. That's my brother, my brother, and me. They're fans of us. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> That's what yeah. we're saying. They're big fans. <laughs> besties. We're besties. We're besties. <laughs> All right. Uh, so uh, we're going to do beer talk, huh? Why Remember not? that end of the road, motherfuckers. Boys to men for life, yo. Yeah, we, we made some friends that night. Yeah, we did. All right. Uh, we're drinking. Uh, this is uh, a kini- kiwina. Kiniwina. Kiwina. Kiwi naw. Ki- oh, this is Kiwi going well. <laughs> this is going well. K E W E E N A W. Brewing Company. Said. It's from Klaus. Yeah, Klaus gave this to us. It's Pickaxe Blonde Ale. I like the name. This is from the UPA. Eh. Eh. Uh, the Kiwi Naw Brewing Company, located in the Upper Peninsula of Mis- Michigan, was founded with the goal of turning beer drinkers into craft beer lovers. Um. Pickaxe Blonde is the lightest bodied in our family of ales, a slightly malty American blonde ale with just a kiss. Pops. A kiss. It comes in a 12-ounce can. Hmm. So I Sounds guess. like AIDS to me. <laughs> comes in a can. 12 ounces. <laughs> 12 ounces of AIDS. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a can for you, Mo. <laughs> Pure AIDS. Here's the no. remainder. Nothing but a bit in the bottom there. <laughs> Hilden, you want a full can? I know you got half a drink sitting over no, there. No, I don't want a full can. All right, I'll split this one with you then. Works for me. Um, it uh, it definitely is a Blondale. I mean, it's it's like I almost fucking gold. That little bit that was at the top of the can. Is, mm. Yeah? I think so. The top or the bottom? Right. Top. All sitting right. up here on the rib. Oh, oh, I saw you're a bottom, Mo. You're a rimmer. You're my bottom um, bitch. So uh, <laughs> yeah. it doesn't have the alcohol content on listed on the can, which I always fucking hate. Let's go with. They don't do that. Let's go with two. So I can't really say. Let's look at the uh, the label or the the can itself. I like the art. It's got kind of this Heidi looking, uh, you know, little Swiss girl with big cans on it. On her. <laughs> <in a pickaxe. laughs> on it. Uh, Holding a pickaxe, you know, just three fifths. I mean, it looks like a maybe like a it's high okay, school John. art student. John, maybe they couldn't it. even vote until 1920. Yeah, it's it's you know I, li- I like the idea. The, I mean, they're the barely people. Of, the execution is they're not barely as good people. as the, I- the idea was sound, but yeah. So we'll say uh, I don't know. It reminds me. Did you watch that King of the Hill episode where quality printing Luann, like she was dating that guy that was a pork. He had a pork farm industry thing and i don't remember he, he, she does look like luann from fucking yeah, 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 yeah. and he made her like dress up just like this he hit the port girl i can't remember her name yeah, i don't remember he made her dye her hair and like yeah. wear it in pigtails and dress just like this then he was gonna kill them both That's my purse! Nice. <laughs> yeah he was but he would dress up in a pig suit 
<laughs> it was it was something else. I don't know you. <laughs> Why are you talking like a hillbilly all of a sudden? Because you're talking about King of the Hill. Tim. It was something else. Something else. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, Fuck, uh, that's a great show. I love that. Uh, show. The color. I'm gonna Bobby. say. I'm gonna say spun straw to gold. The man doesn't walk around kicking another man in the <laughs> testicles. <laughs> in the testicle. Anyway, I'm gonna say spun straw to gold. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's very gold. Uh, clarity is uh, see through. Well, you know, I mean, don't be a bitch. It's a little use cloudy. Hilden's, no, use Hilden's glass. Uh, Hold yeah. your glass up, Hilden. That's pretty clear. Uh, that's pretty. It's pretty clear. fucking all right. clear. Um. All right, we're gonna say uh, sparkles in the sun or clear as the day you were born. Sparkles in the sun. Yeah, I agree. Uh, head was all right. <laughs> right. Oh, well, as long as there's no teeth. I mean, it was uh diminishing returns though, because it kind of faded pretty quick. I suppose. Right. All right. Uh, aroma. Let's have a let's have a whiff. Stick yeah. your nose in this bitch. Yeah, got a cold joint. So smells like oh, you got AIDS. Oh, it's good. Though. It smells, smells like nice beer. though. It smells uh, ap- um, that Fruity. pine freshness. There's no pine freshness in that fruit. Fruit freshness. All right. Fruit stand. Uh, mouthfeel. Pores. Uh. <laughs> Ooh, that is. Uh, oh, that is so easy to drink. It's fruity. It's a little tingly, but uh, I creamy at the same It's creamy, time. man. Yeah, I fucking yeah. love this. Yeah. Holy shit, it's good. Uh, flavor. Um, god damn. I don't know. It's really interesting. Uh, our choices are might as well be light beer. No. no. Uh, sweet like the old malt chop. Yes. No. Well, real. Came I don't of, think it's so sweet. It's not sticky sweet, but it's got a more of a sweeter edge to it. I think that's better. the closest one out of all of these. I though. think you need to you need to straddle malt shop and whatever's next. The toaster. Yeah. Because it's, I mean, there's no fucking toast there. No. This, it tastes like bread. Yeah, yeah it's, it's nice, bread. man. Yeah. It's nice. It's good. Like it is so, so clean. So good looking. Oh, so uh, good looking. The finish, uh, hard to swallow, leaves without oh, saying goodbye. No. Bite better than bark. Like no nope. lacing on the glass, dude. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to say, I'm going to say lingers longer. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice, man. Wow, this is outstanding. Nice and refreshing. Oh, drink. Hell yes, more times. I would drink this by the six pack. Fuck yeah. That's this, good, man. For a summer beer? That's a good Especially, summer beer. Oh, go look for it. And I think these fuckers nailed it on their description. They want to turn beer drinkers into craft beer lovers. Yeah. I mean, this is a good beer drinking good. kind this, of fucking drink. This man. is something that a light beer drinker would Work. not be afraid of. Exactly, yeah. Because um, let's face no. it, all those NASCAR assholes are really a bunch of little four-year-old bitches. With small testicles. With small <laughs> testicles. <laughs> and and training bras. <laughs> Well, and some of them is, have fucking double Ds. I mean, but they're still wearing their training bras <laughs> with sports, the little sports bra, the little bow in the front, <laughs> because motherfuckers. Yeah, this All is right, you we, can find out more about these guys. Um, they're from South Range, Mich- uh, Michigan, which is in the UP, uh, at KiwiNawBrewing dot com. That's K E W E E N A W Brewing dot com. Yeah, it's good, man. It's I like really it. fucking good. Yeah. All right, uh, should we get to the vinyl? Yeah, I suppose. We've got three records this week, because Hilden brought one. Oh, Christ. Thanks uh, to John, I'm now a vinyl junkie. <laughs> I spent way too much money on vinyl it's lately. It's easy, man, isn't it? It's way too and, easy. Uh, you know much money I walked I in, in between uh, My Bloody Valentine and uh, oh, this other shit. one I bought. I spent like 60 bucks yeah, like, in one pop. Um, and uh, Record Store Day is coming up on, uh, on Moe's birthday. Goddamn yeah. right. 420, bitch. Hitler! 
I'm not seeing a whole lot I really There's want. There's not a though. lot. There are a couple. I want that fucking Flaming Lips. Uh, I want Zerika, that, yeah. That'd be fucking cool. Get all our fucking When's the new Flaming tables. Lips? That's got to be coming out soon. It's next week, I think. I was say. It was supposed to be this week, but I guess they had a the, final. The master. They had a pressing fuck up. The master broke. Yeah. Even yeah. I know that shit, Hilden. Yeah. I mean, um, look at me. Do I look like a Flaming Lip to you? So this first band, Hilden, correct me if I'm wrong. These guys are from Duluth. They are. Duluth. And, They're from Duluth. And the song we're going to play... Uh, I heard on the way to work one morning. This is Trampled by Bitch Tits, no, is it? No, no. This is a okay. band Low. called Low, yeah. Um, what's the album called? It's called um, The Invisible Way. Invisible Way. Yeah, Low's had about, I don't know, five or six albums out. I think they've been around. This is their, well, what's cool about this album is, um, I think this is their 10th anniversary as a band. And uh, they decided to go to um, Wilco's studio. Jeff Tweedy produced right. this album. So Wilco, if you're familiar with that band, has this very cool sort of loft studio in Chicago where they recorded their their latest album about a year or so ago. It came out, yeah, uh, fantastic great album, album. and shit, it sounds really really cool. So they they record in like this really big open loft rehearsal space, mm-hmm. and kind of how they work, which I think is cool, is like they have all of their instruments sort of mic'd up while they're rehearsing, and they always record themselves. Yeah. And so they're as they're developing ideas, they're sort of always recording stuff and then just overlaying over the top of these sort of initial it's a good journey. way to do it, man. It's very cool, and I think it makes for a really nice organic sound, and Wilco's album was very much that way. I don't think Lowe was recorded quite that way, but it has this sort of really cool sound to it, which reminds me of that Wilco album, and I think it's because of Jeff Tweedy's sort of fingerprints on it. So um, we're going to, and, and I heard this, um, there's a couple of really good tunes. I mean, Lowe is a really interesting band to me because they're really like, 90% of the album is like this slow, dirgy stuff. Like it's not, an, it's like a total like stoner mellow album, if that's yeah. a, a description. But um, this particular. Not quite heroin, more stoner. I heard yeah, someone yeah. describe this as if like the Beatles and Bob Dylan like fucked each other in their AIDS holes. Right. That, that was you. So right. it's, a, it's a husband <laughs> and wife. Uh, You're quoting yourself now. <laughs> what an and, arrogant prick. And. Uh, and so uh, this tune uh, it was one that our local uh, indie Silver. station Current has been playing a lot. It's called Aids. Plastic Cup, and I, I found it just funny when I yeah, listened I to the words. I, just I like loved how, it. I like how like sometimes you hear a song where the lyrics just kind of take this fucking weird train of thought. Yeah, like and you wind up at this place and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, but it's but it's great. And I laughed and then I was like, man, I really want this tune. It, it got stuck in my head like, and so then I immediately had to go buy the album. Right. So this is low. This is the invisible way. This tune is called Plastic Cup.
Yeah, so there's low. Um, I like that tune, man. I do too. It's really, really cool. And the the whole you guys album, were right? That was pretty boring. Um, <laughs> the the uh, the whole album sort of has a lot of really interesting sort of, and they're for kind of I don't know if you want to call them minimalistic, but they're they're pretty simple tunes. But I think they work really well. There's a lot of really good ones that, Is that are your on way that track. of saying special people. You could say that. Um, but I think they're great. So uh, um, and they're local, huh? And they're local, man. Okay. So so low. Go check it out. The Invisible Way. Right on. Um, so this first album I brought, I'm, I've got a little theme here. A couple. Uh, the, these are soundtracks to a couple documentaries that are currently out there. Uh, and this first one are is they rockumentaries. Uh, no, this. Well, the second one is, I guess you could call it. But uh, the first yeah, one we're going right. to talk about is uh, based on a subject that we talked about, I think, about six months ago, which is the West oh, yeah. West Memphis Three. Oh yeah, um, and this soundtrack. I uh, put on uh, the first side of the second disc. I think it's side C. Um, fucked up. Um, but uh, um, yeah, we talked about it like six months ago, and 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 uh, but not the movie that this movie's called West of Memphis, and this right. is a new documentary based on these guys. Oh, okay. that's right, you were talking about this. So yeah. this is which side? C, first side C. C. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I think. I mean, I don't think it really yeah. matters what we play. I just more want to talk about the thing. You okay. Know? Um. So uh, these, uh, for those who don't know, uh, the West Memphis th- Three, they re- these were these three kids who were convicted of killing three younger kids, like uh, they were like eight or nine, um, based on completely fucking fabricated bullshit right. and uh, false information and really just shitty, like the worst fucking detective work you can possibly imagine. Like they were saying that, which they, is hard to believe, because I can imagine some pretty bad things. They were saying that they, uh, these kids, like, um, stabbed one of the other kids, like, poked him with the end of a knife around his fucking genitals, trying to rip his dick off, when actually those were bite marks from probably like a raccoon or something. From a raccoon, <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, uh. So basically, the long and short of it is, these poor fucking kids were in prison for I think nineteen years Jesus. for a crime they didn't commit. And everybody fucking knew they didn't commit. And uh, basically, it comes down to the fact that, you know, the judge and the people responsible didn't want to admit their fucking well, of mistakes. Course. They did finally let them out of prison, but only if they pled guilty. So then well, one of them asshole. was on death row. And, and, yeah, and agreed not to get sued. Or not to sue the state of Arkansas. I th- what's awesome, though, is they didn't agree not to kill the people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. right. Um, and and uh, so may as well do the crime. The guy out of the three, uh, the West Memphis three, out of these three guys that's gotten kind of the most publicity is this guy named D- Damian Eccles. And he's the guy who was on death row. Um, and he's, you know, because he's kind of made friends, you know, with with. Uh, I guess celebrities like Johnny Depp and Eddie no, Vedder, Eddie Vedder, like that. Say people that are that are literate. Yeah, he wrote lyrics uh, for uh, one of the songs on Pearl Jam's Avocado record. I always, I, I always fucking forget what song it is, but um, but he's he's a super intelligent a super guy. Food. Um, I follow him on Twitter. He's on Twitter quite a bit, and he's he's like a fucking inspirational dude. I mean, this guy was in prison for two fucking decades, almost killed, had the shit kicked out of him in prison on a daily basis. Right has to wear fucking tinted glasses now because he can't handle the light of the sun because he was in solitary confinement for so fucking long. And he's remarkably, I'm not going to say upbeat, but positive. Like, right. like he just, he's like every day on Twitter, he's constantly just posting shit that you're like, how the fuck are you just not out there with a goddamn machine gun right yeah. now? You know, what the fuck? But uh, anyway. Um, so, and, and we, you know, we talked about uh, the Paradise Lost trilogy of documentaries about these guys, and, mm-hmm. and they were the, 
documentaries that kind of got me to change my opinion on on the death penalty. Yeah. Because while I agree with it in principle, yeah. We, I think we covered between fucking wetbacks and AIDS. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty much up. That our pretty much how well it doesn't work. Yeah, our government and our fucking system is so fucked that we can't trust them to handle. We have idiots in leadership. That's that's, that's just... too much responsibility for those fuckwits to handle. Yeah. You know. Well, and Bryce, just basic. I mean, showing up for work. Yeah, seems to be tough. Uh, that's something they can't seem to handle. So I totally agree with the death penalty in principle. Like this fucking dude who. Fuck the baby to death the other day or whatever. Yes. That fucker should be killed. No shit. <laughs> you know, so I totally, I fucking agree with that shit, but I, I can't agree with it across the board because shit like this happens. Anyway. Well, and it, yeah. so this West of Memphis uh, documentary is more. out. I think it's in theaters now. I think it's coming to, you know, uh, like, you know, video and streaming and all that shit soon. But what you can do in the meantime is these guys are still considered guilty by the government, you know, by like they, the state of Arkansas. Because they had to plead guilty to get right. out of prison. And as such, there is no active investigation looking for the real killers of these poor three kids, right? So they're still fucking out there. Of yeah, so, and, and it's, there's a lot of theories, but there's one guy who everybody is kind of like, this fucker did it, you know? But anyway, so what buying this album does is it all the fucking proceeds go to exonerating the West Memphis Three, so the fucking, fucking ball, a. the ball can get rolling on it. So I mean, I don't really care what you play. I, uh, so I just, I, oh. I picked uh, side right. C here. Um, so it's, it's a double. It's a double, double album. Uh, How much me, is it? Let me. Uh, it's like uh, twenty bucks, I think. Is this a compilation of just LPs? other artists yeah. doing this? Yeah, donating yeah. their tunes. Exactly. That's so, fucking uh, nuts. Yeah, and well, you can get it. Um, you can get it on iTunes. You can get it on CD. But I, I bought the vinyl. It's got Henry Rollins on there. Uh, Eddie Vedder. Uh, Lucinda Williams, um, uh, uh, Johnny Depp, <laughs> his fucking band is called Tonto's Giant Nuts. <laughs> uh, Marilyn Manson, Band of Horses, uh, uh, Bob Dylan's on there, Nick Cave, uh, and Warren Ellis, uh, nice. and uh, Patti Smith, a bunch of other people. So you, you play got the Band of Horses one. Is that on there? Um, yeah. Is that a good track? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, Wrong. It, it'd probably be hard for Mo to find. Okay. Uh, it's kind of buried in the middle of it all. But uh, the one we're going to play is uh, by Citizen Cope uh, called uh, DFW. Cool. Try to keep it hidden, but the tears burn down my face. 
I like that, man. Yeah, man. I like Citizen Cope. I forgot. I've had a couple tunes by him. I never heard him before. Yeah, no, he's got some good tracks, man. Right on, man. That's so, a worthy yeah. cause and a good album, man. Yeah, by so the that's the of West of Memphis soundtrack. Cool. And, uh, you can get, like I said, you can get it on iTunes. Listen to it probably even on Spotify, I think, and uh, um, buy it on CD. But uh, uh, the vinyl, the vinyl's really nice. I like it. It's got a lot of nice liner notes in it. Yeah, it looks looks good. I just can't believe that shit still happens. Yeah, yeah. A country well, that claims to be so great, Arkansas, bitch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I said it. And, uh, I mean, the reason they were convicted basically was because, uh, no shit, this was, you know, early to mid-90s. It was because David, uh, Damien Eccles liked heavy metal music. Well, yeah. So they thought he was a Satanist. Of course he was. Yeah. Bible Belt, motherfuckers. Uh, yeah. Bible Belt. Uh, this last one. one thing I know. This that, last that, one. That leads you to prayer. Leads you <laughs> yeah. to good decisions. Exactly. Uh, just play, I guess, song one, side A, I guess. Right. Oh, this is such a great album. So, I want to know how much this was. In the no, you got to play the McCartney tune, bitch. Oh, Did really? you be okay. a bitch? Have uh, you not listened to the McCartney this tune? This is yeah, my is, record yeah. player. I'm in charge. McCartney. We're playing. Okay, Mo, you're going to have to find that one. I think it's side D. I think I it's like the Hilden second so song much. or something. I, it might be the last song. I don't know. No, it's, uh, it's the second disc. It's the side C. I'm pretty sure it's the third oh, song. It, you can find it on the back. The track listing's on the back. Um, but anyway, so I, I I picked this because I we I didn't like that McCartney song. I thought it was kind of shitty. Really? <laughs> yeah, it sounded too much like Nirvana. <laughs> we we forgot to talk about this on the last episode. I meant to write it down in the agenda, but I completely forgot. So that's why I brought it this time. Um, the Sound City documentary oh, and so good. and the accompanying soundtrack. We've all seen it, so I figured we could talk about it. Um, I bought it. Yeah, yeah. As yeah I did I. too. Um, so basically, the premise is uh, Dave Grohl. Uh, former Nirvana, current Foo Fighters, current badass. At Foo ev- Fighters at, at everything. You know what? You know what you can get if you got too much poo. <laughs> AIDS, AIDS. Mix it with cum. Uh, <laughs> anyway, if that ain't rock and roll, I don't know what is. <laughs> so the premise. Am is, I right? He, he, yeah, he, he made uh, this. Rick he, Springfield. <laughs> oh, that Rick, I like that Rick Springfield track on there, man. I'm just saying AIDS. He made this documentary about the legendary studio Sound City, which was in kind of the uh, Valley of L.A. Um, and uh, yeah. Kind of in a, a shithole of a, a shithole of a place, yeah, in a shithole of a neighborhood, yeah, where tons of legendary albums in mainly like the seventies, eighties, and kind of early nineties were made. And and let's today. just point out that like you cannot listen to classic rock radio without hearing yeah. about a tune from Sound City an hour. Yeah, oh, it's that's... fucking that many hits came yeah. out of that fucking building. And uh, so I'm he... fucking real. I had no idea. Yeah, me either. Um, so he not only, uh, well, Nirvana's Nevermind was made there. Right. Um, uh, well, Tom Petty was a Damn the Torpedoes made there. Damn the Torpedoes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, Nirvana saved that. All the Fleetwood yeah. Max albums. Yeah. Uh, Fleetwood Max classic albums from the 70s. Right. Uh, fucking there, man. Started with rumors, right? Yep. Um, so. No, but you're, the one before that, Fleetwood oh. Mac. The oh, title. just the original. Yep. Yeah, yeah. self-titled. Um, so what, not only that, but it's got this, uh, it had this soundboard called the Neve soundboard, which there are only like a like well, a handful of them made of this, no, of this variety. Yeah, kind. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's point out. So Neve, he's uh, a man. He's an Englishman. Yeah, he's a he's a brilliant fucking engineer. Physicist, he is absolute a brilliant engineer. Yeah. Neve consoles are still being made. Yeah. Rupert Neve Designs is in the Portico series right now. Is where he's putting his name on them. But back in the day, Christ the, Mo, why don't you buy a Neve, you cheap fuck? Yeah. Rupert Neve Designs. You worth it. <laughs> uh, Rupert Neve made these consoles and. Because of how they were made at the time, they were all handmade. Right. That's what yeah. you, you, when Rupert Neve made a console, you, he made each one custom for you. 
And then because of the nature of that, like how they were made, they were all made slightly differently from one another. And this particular one that Sound City ordered, of course, was custom made. And right. you can't get another one like it because the particular each channel was made a certain way. And they're all little idiosyncrasies because they're handmade consoles. Yeah. That's why you get certain channels. And this particular board had a magic to it that just you d- didn't get replicated. Other Neve consoles didn't sound like this one. This one sounded a specific way. And people gravitated to it because what it did to the sound. And if you listen to the Sound City soundtrack, just check out the snare drum and the bass drum and well, the bass. And some of this has to do with the room itself that it was in Sound City. The, yeah, in the Sound studio, City, yeah. which never was intended to be used in this fashion. It yeah. just they set shit up there and were like, huh, sounds pretty good. Sounds pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> I got kind of lucky. But no, what I thought was kind of badass about that was was the interview with Neve in the in the documentary, as he talks about how a preamp should work. Mm-hmm. I was like, holy shit. God like, knows the shit. Yeah. Well, why, did, why doesn't anybody else think of it this way? I, it's, just, it's fascinating to me. And, and that's why Neve consoles sound the way they yeah. do, because he has this emphasis on warmth and beauty of right. tone. It's amazing. It's and he not, starts from music first. Right. He's not an engineer trying to do music. He's a musician with a hell of a lot of engineering. Yeah, and, and you listen. I, I, I just listened to a recent interview that he did on, um, there's, this, there's this sort of, video show called Pensado's Place. He's an engineer. And he had Neve come over and talk about kind of what he's doing now. And to hear Neve talk, Rupert talk is just this amazing thing. Like, he has this question, like, do you ever go down to the basement and, like, take out the old breadboard and just start trying new ideas? And his answer was, well, if I had a new idea, I'd be building it and selling it. Like, <laughs> like I, have, if I, I, I don't just sit on ideas, man. I just make it happen. Right. You know, like, he's just that fucking guy. He just creates and he's really good at it yeah and he's got this brilliant new console now that's all you know modular so you can put all of his stuff Which in there and you know it's this awesome. beautiful thing man it's just fucking he's really thinking he's thinking ahead of the game again like he always does But that board they bought for sound city as he so cleanly and i think very eloquently explained i just bought a house for thirty five thousand dollars the board was 75 mm-hmm. <laughs> If my wife knew what I had done, well, that would be the end of it. Yep. I mean, that's like, that's like us buying a, a board that's over half a million dollars yeah. to yeah. run our... I mean... And it's worth for, it because that's a board that you're buying a piece of art. Holy shit. You're buying a fucking tool that is just one but of But how would you know that? That's you wouldn't the at thing. the time. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. So this, this document, this, well, the soundtrack, what Dave Grohl did was when... Spoiler. When Sound City, the studio, went tits up, um, Dave Grohl bought the board. Um, from them. Well, actually, later, way later, like yeah. as in recently, because I just read an article in uh, the newest Sound on Sound magazine about the guy who took over Sound City, yeah. renamed it, and brought in a different board, but he sold huh. the board to Grohl. And I'm like, why the oh, fuck why? would you do that? He brought a Jesus. different board in? This guy is so weird. He's the guy who did the, you know, the Lumineers who do that Ho Hey song yeah. that's on? Yeah. He's the guy who engineered that. He doesn't believe in panning. And he's just this really fucking weirdly out there. He doesn't believe in gear. He just is this weird dude. So, yeah, he sold wow. that fucking Neve board, man, to Grohl. So Holy what Dave Grohl did is, is he put it in what it is. His, his studio own studio 606. called 606, yeah. And then recorded this album uh, with people who had recorded uh, at Sound City in the past. People who had a history or a connection to it. Yep. And they... they Stevie Nicks. Yeah, and- they, they came up with just tunes together. Uh, they're all original tunes, so you're not getting like an old school too. Yeah. Like 
like the way they did would have done it in Sun City. Everyone in the same room, yeah. Yeah. recording live, uh-huh. no fuck, minimal right. overdub. I mean, they had overdubbing, right. but minimal overdubs. There's but, like, no doing it the real no fucking way. Tune punch in, punch out. No, it's all the tape. Yep. Fucking to tape, and then it went to vinyl or to CD, yep. whatever. But it was we're cut to it's tape one of those like horrible sensitive. things where the bands have to actually be able to play the shit <laughs> no that they're shit. recording. No now with uh, with West of Memphis, I mentioned you could get it on CD, you can get it on iTunes, whatever. With this Sound City soundtrack, you need to get it on vinyl. It, it defeats the purpose getting it on CD. Yeah, I you think. could get it on CD, but yeah. don't. Yeah. Just fucking go buy it on vinyl. It's so good. So uh, I was kind of taken aback. So I don't I don't like Nirvana. I'm just it it's never never done anything for me all right i couldn't believe how much fucking paul mccartney i swore to god i was listening to nirvana <laughs> watch like during that that little thing yeah uh during the in the yeah. uh what you medoodle at, at the end of the yeah, were, i loved how much fun they were i having, couldn't believe yeah. it well yeah it's like just having this fun. is fucked up man so fun. i'm yeah. looking at paul fun. mccartney mm-hmm. and i wow yeah he's playing a, he, wow. that guy hasn't aged in like 30 years no but uh, he just he's like the new Dick ass. Clark. He's playing a guitar that looks like it's, it's a, a cigar, cigar box. box. Yeah, yeah. Uh, with a with a neck sticking out of it. Um, I mean, it's not like a, this tune's not going to blow your fucking mind or anything. But it's I just, love it's it. It's just though. a solid tune. It's got know? a good riff on it. And yeah, it's it just like works. it's like an old school like rock tune. Could be fucking Nirvana. Yeah. I mean, the instrumentation's the same. Well, yeah. it is Nirvana without what's his face. <laughs> the dead. Oh, that would be Kurt Cobain. Yeah. What was that fucking no name guy's name? I don't remember. He was like a side guy. AIDS easily it? replaceable. Fucking AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, All right. Wicked cold. All right, so uh, gonna try to find the groove here. Good luck. Drop the needle, bitch. You can do it. Shadows you can do it, suck. man. Fun old school vibe to this album, man. Yeah. And I love it on the gatefold cover. On the, it's a two record set. Yeah. You have the yeah. Neve console. Yep. In that center, it's a beautiful picture. That up. fucking thing, man. It it's is. sexy as shit. If you love that kind of thing, man, it's really good. Man, I love it because my my youngest daughter, Rio, man. I mean, I play this album quite a bit when I'm making dinner. I just kick this one on and rock it out. Yeah. And if I don't play anything other than this, Rio's like, Daddy, play some rock and roll. <laughs> play some rock and roll. Because right she's on. three. She knows. She's got good taste. 
That's my so, girl. Yeah. That's awesome. That's yeah. our. Uh, I. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I wish. I wish I loved. I wish I loved Nirvana. I love Nirvana, man. I, I wish I did. But I gotta um, tell you, man. After watching that that documentary, I have yeah. a lot of respect for Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl's the shit. Have, did you I, listen to his keynote uh, at uh, South by Southwest? No. Just check that out. It's pretty good. I just they, like that, this is a dude who completely understands what he's doing uh-huh. and why he's doing it. Yeah. Well, he gets it from a very intuitive level. Yeah, and he fucking no, gets it like what matters, you yeah, know? Like yeah. that's really that's kind of, I don't know. That's not something you can you can learn. It seems yeah. to be like that's either you understand it or you don't. And if you don't, well, you, you don't got, kick as much ass. No, you got 50 wetbacks working on your daddy's <laughs> ranch. Oh, all right, then. And you got a lot of AIDS. <laughs> Glad you, you brought know. that one back full circle. <laughs> with the well, I'm just, I'm just saying, it's either you're there or you're, you know, you're not. Uh, I think uh, Ralph Garman said it best. He was like, I fucking hate that Dave Grohl. He's just so fucking good at everything. I know, he really Fuck is. Fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the well, Foo Fighters are a good goddamn band. You just yeah. can't deny no, it. Fuck those guys. Good. Dave Grohl has that goddamn board. In his house. <laughs> yeah. I love Basically. that board. That he board just is there so look, fucking you know, he's, awesome. Every night, he goes out and he puts his dick on. Each, <laughs> I would. On each track. I fucking would. He just would. puts it on. He's like, there you go, number one. Yeah. Number two. I'd move the faders with my cock, and uh-huh. that's the only thing you can do. That's the rule. Up and down. If you down. want to move and faders, you got to use your cock. Up and down. No, no, no. you got to use my cock, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Put your hand on it. All right. Um, I want to say uh, we should mention, mm-hmm. I was going to bring some stuff today, but I think I'm going to save it for next episode. I'd like to do a film. Ram- I'd show? like to do a Phil Ramone tribute. Oh yeah, because yeah. Phil, Phil Ramone just away fucking week. just passed away this week, and he was fucking instrumental in my Billy Joel love Billy high Joel. school years, <laughs> man. Absolutely, right but Phil Ramone's career is phenomenal. I think we need to fucking dedicate a fucking episode to Phil Ramone. I agree. All right, all right. So that'll uh, be next week. While we're on the topic of movies, I want to segue quick to a movie I watched the other night. That both of you fuckers have to watch. Everybody okay. listening has to watch. Already, if you have oh, already. I know where you're going with this. Fucking oh, is killer it, is Joe. It, is, it Joe. Joe. is it the yeah. league? No, Killer Joe. Oh, now it's who's not, in this? It's, it's not, Matthew McConaughey, isn't it? Fucking stars right, Matthew, right. it Matthew be, McConaughey as would be Killer league. Joe. All right, all right. The best role he's done really? since Days in Confusion. I tell you what, I'll watch it. After uh-huh. you watch the league, sounds all right, good. All right, uh, I was gonna rent it the other night because you were raving about Thomas it. Thomas Hayden Church is in it, and he is oh yeah, fucking incredible <laughs> because he plays that great Thomas Hayden Church character, like the dopey yeah. redneck from Wings. Guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, the the kid, uh, fuck it, his name's at the tip of my tongue. The kid from fucking Into the Wild and Speed Racer, oh, um, BMX Bandit. No, okay, uh, Emil one. Hirsch. Oh uh, right, yeah, yeah. Zora Neale Hurst. Yes, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, Gina Gershon is in it. Really? Uh, it is. It is fucking incredible. So basically, the premise is this: um, Emil Hirsch plays this kid who approaches his dad um, with this idea that they're going to kill his mom for the insurance money. Now his mom, they're divorced, so you know the dad's like. He's it's all good. Yeah, he's like he's <laughs> yeah. like, all right. Um just please tell me this comes back to a tomato ranch. So no. <laughs> They're gonna kill the mom because she's got a fifty thousand dollar insurance. Oh yeah, living high on that one. And uh, and uh you can kill the mom because uh apparently, supposedly the fucking uh the insurance payout goes to his little sister, right? Dottie. Right? So I had a great so, so they're gonna they want to hire Killer Joe, whose fee to kill people is twenty five k. But 
you got to hire them on spec because they don't have the fucking 25K. So they're going to be like, okay, you'll get the 25K after we get the insurance payout. Right. Well, he's not down with that. He needs a retainer. Well, of course. He meets Dottie. There's my retainer. He's like, you give me her. He's going to fuck her? Yeah. He's like, you let me fuck your sister. Well, that's my retainer. How old is she? I've this never really said. How old is she? Did you see a picture of her? Oh, she's in the movie. You see her tits and her fucking vag and the whole deal. So how old is she? I don't know. Well, she looks like she's maybe 19. Okay, so she's not like six. No. Oh, no. Because no. uh, I was like, dude, that's sick, man. No. You're a father. I'm, I'm going to leave the plot at that and say shit gets fucked up. All right? And it leads to this fucking climactic fucking scene in the kitchen of this trailer. Because they live in a trailer. Of course they do. That why, is, would, why would you assume that? Bill? That is one of the most awkwardly uncomfortable yet erotic. hilarious fucking like it's not funny in a haha way it's funny in the what the fuck am i watching kind of way <laughs> it's so fucked up this whole movie you gotta see it it's on right. uh, it's on uh netflix it's not on netflix instant queue uh you can rent it on itunes so yeah uh, you can buy it on itunes or whatever uh killer joe it is so fucking good I've had this sitting in my house for like three, four months, and I just finally watched it the other day. And goddamn, if it isn't one of the fucking greatest movies I've ever seen in my life. Killer Joe, also a very popular tune by Benny Golson. Right on. So somebody reminded me, or somebody, I read a review of it. It's a jazz standard. All right. I read a review of it today. All the kids know it. Because I, I had to find more. Of, I had to find out more about this fucking movie. So I, I just Googled it and read a bunch of reviews and read a bunch of shit. Somebody compared it to, like, a really fucked up redneck Tennessee Williams play. Really? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's right. Because it's, the movie, the screenplay is based on a play, like okay. a stage play. And, and I'm like, yep, it's Tennessee Williams, but way more fucked yeah, up. Yeah, see, you're not the first one to mention this is one you got to see. So mm-hmm. I, I need to check it out. So fucking good. So good. See, and when I brought up the Devil's Rejects, yeah, I thought that was pretty fucked up. I that have a I have a up. I have a movie confession if I'd like to uh, if you'd like to the right. crossroads. A confession. Yeah. I broke I broke my one of my standard fucking movie going rules you for broke my children. Out. You let them and I bet if you porn. took them to a porno. No, no, that'd have been fun <laughs> Funny for me, we both least. went to the same spot. No, no, no. You can imagine where I'm going with this. There's a kid's movie that's out right now that has one of my most oh, hated actors. Oh, you went to the Croods, didn't I you? I went to the fucking Croods. After I heard you just oh, raving yeah. about how shitty this movie was going to be. Oh, I and fucking was, hate Nicolas awesome, Cage. was awesome, wasn't it? Oh, Nicolas Cage, isn't it? He's the fucking main voice. Why do you think dude, I'm going to hate the Croods? Fuck Because fucking Nick Cage is the fucking Goddamn main Ghost dude. Rider, Hilden. It's Ghost Rider. <laughs> fucking he, hate Nick Cage. But to be fair, I hate Nick Cage, too, but he was in Kick-Ass, and Kick-Ass was Kick-Ass. Yeah, and Ghost Rider. <laughs> Fuck you and your Ghost Rider! God damn it! I gotta say, the cruise is actually not bad. I, after you were raving, raging about it, I read a couple of reviews and I'm like, sounds like it's, it's actually all right. pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I almost took my kids, kids loved to it. it. I you took, should well, take your kids too. They'll love it. I'm on. Uh, yeah, we uh, we both had the day off last Wednesday, and I almost took him to it, but I was like, Jesus, Hilden was really raging about this shit. No, it's actually pretty good. <laughs> you robbed it. my kids of a good time. I know. I'm sorry. The problem, I apologize. The problem is that they called it the Croods. Yeah, yeah. No, the problem is they had this preview where Nick Cage goes, this is Crispy Bear, <laughs> and then he dies, and he's like, and all, he's all fucking Nick Cage over the top, I'm and I fucking a, hate it. I'm more of a caveman protector. 
Exactly, asshole. Fucking hate it. But you managed to ignore it because the rest of the movie's decent. He fucking doesn't shit on it like he normally does. Fucking hell. Fucking set your skull on fire on a motorcycle. Tell me how easy that is. I don't know if Mo wants to talk about it yet, but there's something that I kind of wanted to talk about. You you want to fucking pull the curtain back on this? It's great. You good with it? Yeah. Uh, He will truly be Reverend Mo soon. (laughs) Yeah. This is so fucked up. But is it actually, I don't even know. Is it actually, is that a reverend? Is that what that is? Sure. Sure. Let's go with that. Man of the cloth. Yeah, yeah. You're you're bringing the sanctity like, back to marriage. Yeah, damn right. It's for real. <laughs> it's gonna happen. This is not fucking fake. This is this not, is not a, a bullshit thing. This is not a joke. It's gonna be yeah. Reverend Mo. Uh-huh. Yep. I'm yep. so proud. I uh I have a friend so watch well, the a friend. Some friends who are getting married. Klaus is a reverend. I suppose you're right, isn't yeah. he? Yeah, yeah. And uh you know, it's one of these situations later in life, things have have happened the way they are and yeah, yeah. there's no desire to do this shit in a traditional yeah in a traditional fashion yeah it, it, at this point it's <laughs> yeah. who would you turn to but aaron mo in fact you're gonna marry me next if i happen to be dumb enough to do it again god damn right <laughs> i might marry myself <laughs> let's watch all fucking uh nick fry whatever his name is get all oh yeah yeah <laughs> this fucking uh the the fucking yeah. aids guy yeah mr aids get yeah. all this a wiener up and a not about that one. <laughs> you only get AIDS in the butt and the mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mouth AIDS. That's why he's scissoring, though. That's why he's Listerine. <laughs> Mr. Fry, what about scissoring? But that's why lesbians don't have AIDS. <laughs> Can they even do it in the butt? <laughs> well, you know. They scissor the butt. They need a proboscis of some sort. <laughs> it's called the strap on, man. A proboscis. That's fucking beautiful. All right, so you're you're, uh, so, you're, yeah, you're going I'm online. I'm going to do it. Yeah, I'm going to do the. Have online. you looked into it yet? Not yet, but I just I need probably soon because this needs to happen by the end of the summer. All right. And uh, they don't have a date set. Yet? It's August. Oh, yep. Okay. Right. Right. Yep. So I need to make sure that all the shits. You know. So you got you got to go online. I, I fill have out to, a form. Yeah. And and maybe there's a fee. fee. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. But I'm assuming that you know, state of Minnesota. Like, yeah. I want to make sure all the all the fucking eyes are dotted and the t's are crossed. So it's basically like becoming a notary. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Only. But a cooler stamp. Only. You'll refer to me as Reverend Notary Mo. I love it. I fucking love it. I will be wearing a collar from this point forward. Nice. As a man of the That's cloth. That's awesome. Oh my god. This is so wrong. Beautiful. And uh, so you know right. what? Yeah, goddamn right, it's right. It's so, I mean, I can't believe you Speaking haven't done this before. Expanding our media services. <laughs> we do recording. You get married? Recording. You can come it. to the studios. Yeah. Marry Record your album and get married at the end of it. We got paella. We can cook you upstairs. That's before right. you know it, we'll be doing a brisk. Yeah. <laughs> I got scissors. Oh I got a real God. nice pair upstairs. All right. Uh, Extra sharp. Uh, but yeah, what the fuck? Why not? Fucking yeah! Why? I, I, I can't mean, bo- I can't like, believe you haven't done it sooner. That's well, that's sure, the thing. I, right? Like, if some if somebody one of your friends came to you and said, "Would you do this for me?" Yeah, of of course, course you would. Oh yes. fucking a! Uh, you know, and and, and, and you're like, and I get to be a reverend. <laughs> Fuck yeah! <laughs> uh, also, I mean, not only Klaus, but the the girl who plays topless chick that's number right. one in our movie is also a reverend. Yeah, she's great, man. Yeah, I mean, she you looks can, hot you can in her reverend her outfit tits, too. You can see her tits, and she'll baptize your children. <laughs> <laughs> she looks white. hot in the reverend white thing, man. That was. I'm good. just thinking, you know, this really is a pretty wholesome movie, considering how much reverend 
There is we're in gonna a, have two, a lot of reverend. We're going to have two people of the cloth. Three people oh, of the three. cloth. Oh, three. Close, yeah. Three people of the cloth. One reverend shows her tits in front of the other one after yeah. he says, it's his last request, honey. <laughs> yeah. yeah, why wouldn't you? Um, let's, uh, let's do a little Drunken Gamers Radio. Oh, I know where you're going with this. Why? We've got a few things to talk about. I finished Sly Cooper Thieves in Time, which what is, is that? Sly 4. And uh, as my, uh, about what you expected? It's, it's exactly. Sly all the if way. If you've played all three Sly games, it's exactly that. It's, it's like they... That's a good they, thing, though. They took the mold and just threw some shit in it. There's nothing wrong with that. baked it in the fucking oven and put it on a disc. And Some people might yeah. cry about that. I'm not one of them. <laughs> yeah, it's great, man. I love the formula. I mean, you go from fucking level to level. The shit's all the some same. People. I mean, you got to cry about something. You yeah. really got to weep openly uh, about that. You know, I mean, I wouldn't give it an A+. Plus. <laughs> but no, you don't need to. <laughs> uh, nevertheless, I would say it's a fucking good game, man. And, and if you like the formula... Fucking love this game. <laughs> it's because you were not not paid by Sony. <laughs> well, you won't give it an A plus. Uh, but I hate having to change a grade. Uh, but it oh, sucks. there's a form. Yeah, I gotta get yeah, a whole fucking registration. Thing, man. Uh, also, uh, this, this ID number, this Lego City filled jar, <laughs> this Lego City undercover. Next thing you know, you're covered in AIDS. <laughs> you, did you do Lego undercover? Did you get that? Lego, yeah, yeah. My kid fucking wanted it like crazy. I looked at like, it and I was thought re- he was retarded for it. It's only Wii U yeah. though. Yeah, right? yeah. It's, it's only Wii U. Just it, mostly retarded. And uh, it, it's fucking uh, out of all the Lego games I've played, which because I have a kid is. All, All of them. <laughs> uh, this is the best one. I mean, oh, it, it's kind of an dude, open you world. You know what he needs to play? Huh? Katamari Damacy. Yes, he does. You know, that's he a fucking does. good idea. Holy shit, that's you a good idea. How come that. I yes. haven't thought of that? It's well, because like you're not a very good father. <laughs> as I, well, the soon to be reverend. He's going to look at that package and be like, dude, <laughs> I don't respect you anymore, Dad. But uh, yeah. Lego City Undercover, it's it's this crazy, you know, it's, it's an open world, like you're a cop. And, uh, you know, it's got like this, you know, you're a cop coming back after being outcast and, you know, exiled. But, you know, it's all within the... Is that really necessary? Yeah, it's all the Lego humor. And the fucking script is brilliant. Like, the writing is genius. You laugh. Like, every time they have a fucking cut scene or some sort of dialogue, it's always just fucking hilarious. Better than Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've been watching a lot of that lady lately. Thanks for reminding me. I I'm wake just, up with that shit in my head. Yeah. Chip and Dale. The Rescue Rangers. Chip and Dale. With the danger. Cheese chowder. My fucking littlest kid is, god damn it, I can't take it anymore. Yeah, we'll kill him this week. And if we can, that'd be awesome because, like, it would be sweet. To it's get fucking that. morning, noon, and night. If I could get that money back, shit. I could get those roller skates now. <laughs> um, but anyway, no, Lego City saying, Undercover. Like I mean, it, present, it's awesome. got the same quirks that other Lego games have. You know, like cash. and by quirks, I mean like fucking aggravating yeah, bullshit. Of course. But man, it's worth it. It's cool. You know, it takes advantage of the Wii shit. Like it's got this little scanner thing on the Wii where you fucking move around and look for clues and shit. You know, it, it's good for. I don't think Ethan, who is five, I don't think he could quite get the hang of it yet. But the three-year-old can? But the, yeah, the three-year-old totally can because he's way smarter. He's going to be president, remember? I hope so. <laughs> um, I mean, at least he knows AIDS doesn't show up in your mouth. Moving on very quickly, Luigi's Mansion. Uh, Dark Any Moon. Good? Fucking great. I love the original Luigi's Mansion, yeah, man. I play the shit out of that. I fucking love that game. And this one is better. It, you've got more mansions. you got like five <laughs> mansions. Luigi's Mansions. And what's you got to play it with the fucking He's headphones like John on? John McCain, man. How many mansions you got? I don't know. I don't remember. Five. 
Five? Nope. Seven, bitch. <laughs> Six uh, of them have wetbacks in I don't know. <laughs> I've just grown tomatoes. <laughs> uh, uh, Luigi's Mansion, you got to play it with your fucking headphones on because just like the original, you know, the dude who does the Mario and Luigi mm. voice, Charles Martinet, it's got him humming along with the fucking soundtrack as he's walking through with his flashlight. He's like, <laughs> that's awesome so fucking great I love that dude. shit man cause he's all nervous and shit so he's like <laughs> that's just funny man I love that it's fucking great the only complaint I have about it is when you have it in 3D it's got this thing um, where you kinda you have to scan around the room but to do that you have to move the 3DS and because of the way the 3DS is like the, the glass is free 3D. You have to be looking at the screen a certain way. Oh, when you tilt it. And when you tilt it, up. it gets all blurry and shit. Right. It kind of jacks up the vision. You can get, there are ways of getting around it, but it, it's cumbersome. Like it's you know? super right. drunk first. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's fucking great, man. It's, 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 it's That's really cool. good. Uh, and then uh, let's, let's, uh, I, let's hash Hilden it out. Hilden and I can both talk let's about Bioshock. What are we hash? Are we hashing some? Are we fighting about this? Sounds or? like it. Really? No, I was just I was just referring to your Twitter posts with MC the other night. Yeah. Oh, so Bioshock. Uh, I think people are. I'm, it's a great game. John not, thinks you're going too far. I think people are going too far with it. I think it is a great story, and I think it is a great game. But you put the two together, and it's kind of this weird juxtaposition where you got this story, but at the same time, really all you're doing is running around corridors, shooting a shitload of fucking people. No, and I, I think and I think the gameplay detracts from the story. I'd much rather play. In this case, there are times when I'm like, I'd much rather play like a choose-your-own-adventure interactive sure. story. No. Like Myst. No, yeah. because I disagree with you because I Is think... Is that what, how Myst works? You're looking at the game know. from a game-first story, second perspective. Like, I'm playing a game, and I want the story to be good, and therefore you're disappointed because the story's better than the game. But what I think the point of this and what I like my games to be is I want story first, and I want something interesting to do while I'm going through my story. And that's why Bioshock has always worked for me. Well, oh, I love Bioshock. It's probably my favorite series of this whole generation, right? I, and, and I've, I've uh, Sean Sands and I got into a big argument because I told him Bioshock 2 is better than Bioshock 1, and he, <laughs> he almost punched me in the mouth. I right. Um, but uh, I love the series, and still, I love the game, but I just, I, 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 I experienced the story, and I'm like, you know what? This is fucking jarring. Like, when you're walking through... Um, what's the, uh, Columbia? Mm-hmm. Is that the name of the, uh, the city in the sky? Columbia. Yeah. You're walking through it and then all of a sudden, holy shit, I'm fucking shooting. It just happens like that. And I'm like, but I could. That's re- what I liked about it because there was a build. It wasn't like an immediate, it, it was immediate, but it was, there was a build. Like you knew shit was going to get fucked up. Yeah. Number one, because Levine was smart enough to know he's done the Bioshock thing before. In fact, he homages it in the very beginning. Yeah. He, he does the same thing. As the first game yeah, like with the in, fucking tower and the boat and the yeah. whole fucking thing. But he yeah. fucks you up with the two people in there who keep reoccurring throughout the game. Yeah. So you're automatically going, wait, this is similar, but it's a little fucked up. And this is, I know, like, you know right away, shit's going to get fucked up. And yeah. you just are waiting for the moment of when's it going to happen. Mm-hmm. And that tension mounts. And then suddenly when it mounts, because of the weapon he gives you, yeah. It's a jarring fucking experience because yeah, it it's is. visceral and it's and it's done on purpose. It's done very deliberately to kick you into fucking now you're in the game. And there are so many homages to the Bioshock thing. Like there's not big daddies and little girls, but there's a helper. Yeah. Right? Like right. and the first time you come across the helper, mm-hmm. you're like, Oh shit. Is that your we're way of here saying now. undocumented? Yes. <laughs> Wet um, back. 
wet bed. <laughs> uh, you know, and I, and I guess I, I, I felt like Levine is using the fucking story of Bioshock first, but he's using the gameplay in very deliberate, concrete ways to help, m- number one, move the story forward, but number two, put you into the story in a way that you couldn't do by doing a point-and-click adventure. You, yeah. couldn't, you couldn't do it in style and get the same effect because there's a part of the jarringness of it, like mm-hmm. this, the fucking, you know, the violence of it, which is almost over the top, but, like, has a purpose in this fucking game because it's all about this mood that you can't create any other way. And that's what I like about it. He did it. He was very... De- I see him making deliberate choices yeah. with the gameplay. I think, I think where I'm coming from... The, the the perspective I'm coming from is is I've been reading the Song of Fire and Ice book, you know, mm-hmm. Game of Thrones and all this shit. And maybe that's kind of skewing my perspective a little bit because I've become used to these very, like a very fucking slow, you know, uh, drawn out story where it fucking progresses over a very, you, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, like the storyline, like, like, Great amounts of detail. Yeah. And 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 what I wish about Bioshock Infinite is that it didn't all happen so quickly. Yeah. You know, like I wanted to I wanted to experience more of Columbia before shit went down. Like I wanted to get more of the background before shit went down. And then all of a sudden, bam, shit went down and now we're just moving like super like at a fucking lightning clip. Yeah, you know? I'm with you on that. But but what I like it's about that foreplay. But the thing foreplay. is is that the idea of like and and again, he's homaging almost the first one because the first one you were the same way. You were like, yeah. "Wait, f- shit got fucked up. I want to know why." Yeah. And then as you went through the game, you kept picking up pieces of the puzzle as you went through. Yeah, and you know what? I still want. It's just a mounting tension. He uses that every time to mount tension. Like you're you're picking up as you go through the story in Infinite, because of all the things that either those little those little um fucking movie things that you see that are all over the place. Oh yeah, yeah, the, like, like that or the or the 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 little um recordings that you pick up. Yeah. You end up piecing together this story and then the have you've gotten to the part where you have you gotten the girl yet? Yeah. Like that like she fills in a lot of the story too yeah. once you meet her uh-huh. suddenly but there's always this like what I love about the BioShock game is there's always tension mm-hmm. in the story. You're always feeling like fuck I got to keep moving or here or that you know and there's moments of like battle, and then where you wait and you get to explore the area until the next sort of battle area comes in. But there's always these sort of like tension, and then moments of rest, tension, moments of rest. Yeah. And I like that because that propels the story in a way. There's always a tension behind this tale. Like there's always a, something that propels you forward. John thinks you're full of shit. No, no, not at all. And and no, this this reminds does. me is that I still wish they would go back to Rapture. I want a Bioshock Three. I want it. Fucking, I love Rapture. I want. I want them to go back there. I want it to be a prequel, though, and I want it to. I want to experience the night when shit went down because mm-hmm. Bioshock One and Two always reference the night when shit went down and Rapture became a fucking shithole. You know, yeah. when when it became a when it became a nightmare. I want to go back to before Rapture became fucked up and then experience that whole thing. And and we I don't think we're ever gonna get to see it. I, I mean think so I think either. that that fucking that I think the power is in that you don't see it. I think yeah. its power lies in the fact that you hear the recording and people screaming and shit crashing. Yeah. yeah. I wanna and go I back though. Back. I wanna fucking see the whole shit go down. Anyway. I think you'd have a George Lucas fucking episode one moment there. <laughs> yeah. You'd be like, oh, this wasn't the fucking good as I wanted it to be. <laughs> anyway, so that's Drunken Gamers Radio. All right then. Uh, let's see who's looking I'm to get I'm so glad we left that behind. Let's see who's looking to get fucked in the greater Twin Cities area. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Why not? And uh, tonight, fortunately, 
the three of us are going to actually literally see, see? Oh who wants God. to get fucked. I really That's don't know. That's amazing. If I because all of a sudden tonight, we're we're they're they're putting posting pictures. Sweet thing on over here. This encounter is gonna be casual. And uh, I'm just gonna say that Mo, your assumption this whole time? Yeah. Right on, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> fat. <laughs> All right. The first one up. <laughs> I mean, she just fucking goes for it right away. Well, yeah. Uh, plus, why, why beat around the whatever that is? <laughs> the fucking hedge. Yeah. Why beat around the hedge? Why beat around the fucking, like, it, that's got to be like a yeah. whole tree stump. Plus-sized female looking for male. Yep. East St. Paul. East St. Paul. Uh, looking for a well-endowed man who knows how to satisfy a woman. A man with a car, a job. And who knows something about You're St. pretty Paul. fucking picky for a Craigslist, I need some. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. A car, a job, and what? And who knows something about St. Paul. Like, she wants some history, I guess. <laughs> fuck? She wants someone to do fucking St. Paul trivia well, with her. lucky yeah. for you, sweetheart, <laughs> I watched the NPR specials on TPT. I can host afternoons from 4 p.m. to 12 midnight. Put the temperature in the subject so I know you're real. No pick, no reply. P.S. I'd also know. I'd also like to know how long and thick you are. Oh my God! All right, and here's the reveal. You guys ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go. I oh like. I like my. the giant jug of fucking Tide in the background. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah. She's a BBW. Wow. She is. <laughs> and she can do my wife while uh, we're there. I'm sorry. That's Era. Not Tide. I mean, fuck up my brands. Yeah. All right. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, Era Plus, that's what my mom used. But now, I'm a whatever the fuck's cheapest guy. Yeah. Because <laughs> you know what? It's fucking laundry detergent. <laughs> that's why. Um, What's oh. next, John? <laughs> oh, Bring it down. I didn't notice the oh. second picture on this one. Oh. Got two pictures. Let's see number two. Hold on. We're going to wait. I, I gotta oh, give you the reveal. Uh, black BBW looking for you, woman for man, twenty four. Location, uh, your bed. Yeah, BBW. We now know means big, beautiful woman. Six Which foot. Is also the fat, fat. Six foot BBW. Thick. Six all foot. Yeah, that's right, bitch. Thick all over. Jesus. No kids. Uh, kill me. Single, very confident, love to laugh. I love kissing and being oh, passionate. You'd have to be. I love to deep throat, getting my ass slapped during doggy style, hair pulling, choking. I'm very submissive. Never been with a white man before, so I'd love to try that. Oh. <laughs> Please, mandingos only. <laughs> I, Seven I don't know what that means. What that means. She's about to tell you. Oh, seven and a half inches and higher is a plus. <laughs> is a plus. Single man who can host. Single men who can host. Go to the top of my list. No pick, no reply. Put kitty in the subject line. Yes, women get spam too. Here's the fucking killer. All right, <laughs> for you St. Paul locals, I'll be at the Hog's Breath in St. Paul tonight. <laughs> <laughs> 
Of course you will. I'll be the six-foot-tall beauty with curly hair. Oh, my God. You guys ready for Confident the reveal? I'm ready you for are. the beauty pick. Bring it Here's bring the it first on. the first picture. Oh, no. Wait until you see picture number oh two. Oh, my God. Uh, you guys got some buckets handy? <laughs> yeah. You're going to need them. Because this shit's about no. to get fucked up. Oh, I'm ready. I don't want to see this. What is that? <laughs> oh, my God. That is a picture of her standing naked in the shower with a picture toward the fucking mirror. Oh, oh no. Like Demi Moore nah, yeah, hold, Holding right. her boobs so you God. can't hear it. <laughs> oh, but luckily for you, you can still see all her flab rags. <laughs> list. Every roll, every oh, wrinkle. Man. If you ever thought that what you were getting on Craigslist was anything other than what we've been saying for the last... <laughs> No, no, they're classy uh, gals, yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah. They're All classy right. gals. Third, long and thick only, woman for man, 27, you host, looking for late afternoon fun with an attractive guy that's long and definitely thick. So late afternoon, I'm, uh, I mean, we need a time frame here. What does that mean? 4, 5 p.m.? Is that listed there? No. We don't know. We no. can't work with this. From 21 to 40. Must host and willing to provide drinks to pr- to bring out the inner freak. Oh my god! And provide cab fare to and <laughs> to and <laughs> what to and from Brooklyn Park. Uh, oh no! Why did I know it would be Brooklyn Park? Now you know she's a classy lady when she needs cab it's fare there. to and from Brooklyn <laughs> Park. That. Who I the mean, fuck do you think you are? <laughs> God damn it. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, here's who she is. Say no more. Well, here's who I she is. I can draw a picture. I am black, uh-huh. attractive, with a tight pussy waiting to be filled. Yeah. For a response. What's, what's it with surrounded what? by? For a response. Fat! Send picture, and it will follow mine. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. That doesn't well, make sense. Bravo. Serious inquiries only. Yes. Nicely done. Nerds tutoring nerds. Num- yeah. Number four. Or nerds tutoring nudes. <laughs> What's behind door number four? <laughs> you have four doors? Make it hurt. Oh, really? Woman for man, age 26. Recently had my first hardcore S&M experience, and I really loved it. Unfortunately, things are unable to continue with the guy, so I'm looking for a very dominant man to continue experimenting with. She probably killed him. <laughs> exactly. I like it very rough and being totally submissive. Obviously, this could potentially be dangerous. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> just it right you know, obviously, <laughs> comma, I've killed this a man. Potentially dangerous. <laughs> Holy shit. That's amazing. God. So I am hesitant. That's like what you put in a fucking... <laughs> Taking a user manual. Oh Obviously, God. comma, <laughs> this dynamite could be dangerous. <laughs> Use with caution. So I'm hesitant to even post this and, yeah. will, be, and will be very picky. If well, you re- you'll thank be, God. You'll be dead. <laughs> if you respond, please send me a pic and tell me more about yourself other than your cock size. Oh, my oh God. Really? Oh, well. You'll be dead. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what does she want? Cock color? Oh my God! Now this one is my favorite. This is door number five, our final entry of the evening. Oh my God! This is looking 
Woman for Man, age 33. All right. Um, all right. If, this if, one. This one's getting close. I'm. Ex- I'm excited. If you can, just let me get the whole thing out. <laughs> okay. Uh, is that what it says? No. <laughs> uh, because the fucking punchline is fucking awesome. <laughs> Normal girl here, just looking for something a little different that very hot. Had to be the punchline. Now keep in mind, she's normal, looking for something yeah. a little different, very hot. Normal girl, casual encounters. Looking for a guy open to and wanting anal play. I.e. AIDS? I.e. rimming, shocker, enema, etc. Wow. Email me. It's sunny out today. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> ass, 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 rim job. Sun's out. <laughs> Let's fuck. Why not? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that's, that's all I got for you. All right. Today. That's our casual encounters this week. And that's our show. We want to thank you for listening uh, once again this week. As always, robotpanic.com is the place to find our podcast. You can call us, 612-424-3835. Send us an email, mailbag at drinkinggamersradio.com, or follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash dgradio. Uh, That's our show for this week. Until next time, this has been DG Radio. Good night.